state your name for the record. Patty. Any aliases? Any nicknames? Any street names? No. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be that kind of covert, kind of top secret shit. That's that's the tone that we're setting early. All right. Where'd you grow up? Highland Park in Glassville Park. Um, paint a picture of the kind of the life and times of a young Patty growing up in, in old, old, old LA, I like to call. Well, I was into cars a lot and bikes, motorcycles. Mm -hmm. Kind of trying to stay out of trouble in that neighborhood because there's a lot of trouble in that neighborhood. And by trouble, you mean? Gang related, mm -hmm. drugs, alcohol. were kind of an escape from all that so kind of gang culture and, and car culture I've, I've personally noticed some similarities to it depending on I guess the circles that you run with but um, do you think one feeds the other or does is one an escape from the other one is an escape from the other okay I think uh, people that are leading down the road to gangs if they get in with the cars, that's gonna kind of keep them away from that lifestyle. Like on a kind of Regardless if it's a low rider or if it's a hot rod or you know, whatever kind of mm -hmm. car, I think uh, has kept a lot of people from uh, staying in the gang life and living that life. I mean, do you think once you're once you're in the club? Um you think it's frowned upon to still be from a neighborhood or do you think vice versa if you're from a neighborhood they don't they don't kind of don't want to let you out type of thing or um i've kind of you know me growing up personally you know i've never been uh, affiliated with any but i've seen from a distance or, or certain friends or wherever but um i mean is it a just a what's the word i'm looking for here i mean well most uh most people that are from a neighborhood that are in a car club don't usually rep the neighborhood around car shows or uh, lowrider events. That's usually just kept in their own personal life. So they right. So they never bring it on to. And if you did, that's that's kind of frowned upon. You don't want to bring that in. Why well, I don't know anybody that's done that. Right. Uh, they kind of keep it out of there. That's good. I mean, I guess could get messy and. Uh... I mean, back in the '70s it was different, but right now it's it's kind of kept out of it. Do you think that's how maybe uh, beefs between uh, rival clubs or, or just in clubs in general kind of start off? Do you think it has anything to do with that or is it just more of a my car is better than your car and our, our cars are better than yours and then... I think it's more of a car issue than a gang issue. You know, maybe somebody hopped higher than the other guy and hmm. rubbed him the wrong way. Um, I don't think gangs have... It, there's some personal issue behind every car club that has issues. Right. And it's usually nothing to do with gangs or the car. There, there really is a lot of politics involved in almost every aspect of, of the car scene, be it uh, well, like we were just talking about car shows. You know, how much politics do we have to deal with that? You know, um, within clubs, there's I'm pretty sure there's politics. Uh, there's hierarchy. There's you know, uh, chain of command. There's shit like that. Um, I don't know. My club's cool. You're lucky. We don't have that. <laughs> I just, I've, I've been in a club where, where it's. I mean, back in the day, we, we've had our, our, our issues, and once I kind of came into and got voted in as, as, as prez, I kind of had it structured to it because it was a little too freestyle way, a little, little too wild. There was no, there was no. I mean, order. I see it in other clubs. I see, you know, the hierarchy. I see the issues, but um, fortunately, I'm in a good club that we don't have that. That's good. That's good. Um. So let's get back onto uh, cars then. Uh, if you could touch on your first experience um, or feeling that drew you into the car scene, what would that be? Well, that was I was young. I was probably eight years old. <laughs> My dad was a hot rod guy and he was a mechanic and he had a shop behind our house. And the lowriders from Glassell Park, we lived in Highland Park, which mm -hmm. you know was a mile away. And they would come over there and my dad would uh, fix their car for them because most of them just had, uh, you know, the box boy job and, the, you know, they didn't have big money so he wouldn't uh, 
charge him much to fix their car. And for the simpletons out there, what's a boxboard job? You know, the like ones uh, know. the ones that used to pack your groceries at the store. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, you know, they were just working a few hours each day, and so they didn't have a lot of money. All the money they did get was to go put into these cars. So even though my dad always had the hot rod guys over there, when the lowriders started coming, that's the car. I'm like, those are the cars I wanted. Uh, and the cars weren't old at that time. Those were only, uh, you know, 50s from the 50s and 60s, okay. early 60s. So that's the era that you grew up in? Yeah, that's the era I grew up in. So those were brand new cars. Like a 62 was a brand new car, you know, a couple years old. And 64s were new. Mm-hmm. But the bombs used to come, and he'd fix those. And uh, I remember the first 62 I seen, and it was probably around 65. Wow. And so it's a brand new car. Yeah. You know, and they put those uh, Supremes on it, or the Rockets, uh-huh. or Kragers. And that's the day, those, that's when I just loved those cars. And were they hammering them to the ground like they are now? I mean, obviously, air wasn't a thing back then. Yeah, but it was uh, sandbags mm-hmm. and blocks, cinder blocks. That's the old school method. Yeah, it would just throw the back down and the front would come up. Now it's just I get two fat guys to two of my fat homeboys <laughs> and we just sit in the back and all of a sudden that car is just... <laughs> Well, yeah, but you could always take the blocks out and <laughs> still keep moving. I call that a budget build. <laughs> a big boy budget build. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so your dad was a, was a hot ride guy. Yeah, but he was a mechanic, so he worked on a lot of lowriders used to come. And we had a real long driveway, and they'd park there, and I would just sit there just saying, one day I'm going to get this car. And then... Um, the school I went to, mm-hmm. it was up on this big hill. It was Tolanway School in Highland Park. Okay. And the guy got a 65 Impala, and he worked nights. And I used to run down the hill just so that I could touch that car because that was my dream car. That was the car I always wanted, and I was going to have it one day. I knew it. So that's actually a perfect segue as to my next question. So of all the different genres... Uh, in the scene and actually from from what I hear in your past that you were exposed to be it hot rods muscle cars obviously at the time they weren't those they were their own you know they were just whatever was out Um, why low riding though like what what does it mean to you like why did you look at the Impala or 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 whatever it was and said that's the route that I want to go and and that's the build that I want to have well Versus like a bomb or versus like a a hot rod. Because they're so long and sleek and elegant. Mm -hmm. Like, nothing looks better than a lowered car. Preach. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I I like the high riders. They're all cool and everything. But to me, when that car is like scraping the ground, like, yeah, that's it for me. Oh, yeah. You're you're, you're tugging on a few heartstrings right now. I mean, that's... Ultimately, when I got into the the car that I have now, the uh, the I like to call the land yacht. I mean, that thing's a that thing's a boat. That thing's yeah, a submarine. Yeah, that's cool though. And uh, ultimately, when I'm when I'm done with my vision, although I'm not really gonna ever be done, but I'm gonna make that a Japanese lowrider, and people are either gonna fucking hate it or they're gonna love it, especially <laughs> in the Lexus car scene and the import scene. But like you said, long sedan takes up a lot of real estate looks fucking just tits on the ground yeah and i think i might be one of the very first ones on like wire wheels <laughs> <laughs> so i'm, I'm, I'm i don't know low riding's big in japan you're right you're right but these guys in the lexus specific lexus scene these guys are raising the motor raising the tranny raising the differentials and cutting everything out and just putting the car on the ground, dragging frame, and just tucking 20-inch wheels, which is yeah, like, that's mm. nice. I mean, don't get me wrong, looks fucking <laughs> awesome, Yeah. but I really want to go, especially growing up in LA, I want to go true to the LA scene, so I'm going to build myself a Japanese version of, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's going to be cool. So uh, I'm very excited about that, but um, let's see what else. Uh, all right, so what are we sitting in? What do you drive, or what do you cruise around? 65 Chevy Impala. Mm-hmm my all-time favorite car <laughs> which is actually what i was gonna ask you so of all the cars that i've known that you've 
Coleman because I think you you lived in San Bernardino at one point in Fontana I, in yeah. Fontana and you had a few cars in the garage. I think I remember was it a white town car? No, I had a white town car. Uh-huh. I had a '85 Regal with T tops, and then I had a '85 Regal with no top mm-hmm. that we used to. That one had hydraulics. Both those had hydraulics, and those were my favorite cars too. Do you? But not like the '65. Are you a fan more of the hydraulic suspension or the uh, airbag suspension? I like both. Really? Yeah. Did you ever hop back in the day? Were you oh, a hopper? Heck yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, I I am a hopper, but uh, we decided because of my uh, my illness. Mm-hmm. Because my brain doesn't work as fast anymore, uh, because of it, mm-hmm. um, uh, my son is afraid that he's going to think that uh, he thinks that I'm going to think that I still know how to hop like I used to. Right. And in reality, my brain doesn't work fast enough. So what his issue was that he thinks I could be three wheeling, and um, it's going to be time to put the car down, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to think fast enough to do that. Your so, reflexes are a little bit. Yeah, real slow now. And what what ended up happening? That uh, like what was the? Well, it was a blood clot in my head that caused a massive stroke, and it. Uh, so now my brain doesn't work as fast as it should. Mm. So kind of to put it into perspective, I probably know and could write you down the words to let's just say a thousand songs. And I could write it word for word without hearing the song. But if I hear the song playing and I try to sing with it, I can sing the first two or three lines. Interesting. And then uh, my brain doesn't work fast enough to get the fourth line. Right, right, right. And it's not because I don't know the song. It's because my brain doesn't go fast enough to get to the fourth line. So that's kind of how my brain works now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, you, but uh, I'm adjusting. Uh, you know, that's the way life is, and and I'm not going to uh, sit around and cry about it. I'm going to just keep on building this car. That's awesome. That's I fucking love that. So going back to the question, why of all the cars, why the Impala? Because that's the one I've always wanted since I used to run down that hill and and I would scrape my knees because I was running so fast because he was going to leave to work and I just wanted to touch it and then he would come out and say don't touch my car I said I'm not going to hurt it his was a 65 also? it was a 65 it was yellow nice but it was brand new at that time of course it was a new car yeah yeah and I used to say I'm going to have one of those one of these days and here we are and here we are sitting in it and I remember exactly what it looked like a year ago when you you were already kind of knee deep in in reconstruction and, and, and rebuilding, you you were on a fucking mission. Yeah. You had that look in your eye like, this is really life or death. It and really was. It you know really that? was. Michael, uh, my son, he knew exactly what he was doing because after the stroke and I knew life was different now, I didn't want to do anything. I stayed inside. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't come outside. I wouldn't go anywhere. I wouldn't uh, talk to anybody. Right. Uh, because my speech was impaired. I couldn't walk. All these things, and so he said, "Mom, I'm gonna. Uh, first of all, I'm not gonna watch you die, and that's what's happening." And he was right because I had another stroke after that and another heart attack. And so he said, "I'm gonna bring the car to you, and you're gonna start sanding it." He said, "Even if you're one minute a day or one hour a day, just start sanding it, and we'll go from there." It's an amazing how important having purposes yeah like it really could I mean it can make a break and if you don't have the pur- the right purpose I guess like, that's what I'm saying I mean we could have lost you yeah I mean and and we could have lost the just what you've done with this thing so I mean so ultimately is that why you build the car well to it was get for therapy too um, so I didn't sit in the house and just die Michael knew that the only thing that I'm going to have a passion for where I'm going to want to come out other than him, of course, I love my son. Of course. But he knew that going back to lowriding, where I've always been, was what was going to make me the happiest, what was going to give me the drive and determination uh, to know that one day my car is going to be back out there again. 
and that's all your I look forward your, to. Your home was on the boulevard. Oh, yeah. For many, many years. Uh, Whittier Boulevard, Crenshaw Boulevard. Uh, anywhere there was cruise, a cruise night. Laurel Canyon, Van Nuys. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I don't remember the street somewhere down in Santa Ana, but we weren't really welcome. You know, you didn't really cross counties at that time. Oh, yeah, back in the day, no, they, they kept you definitely <laughs> yeah. within, like, city limits. Uh, but I used to just limits. sneak on in there and cruise, make a few friends, and uh, leave. Do you think it was... Actually, that, that actually makes me... Okay, so that makes me think of something else. That, like you said, you had to sneak in because this, that, and the other. Do you think you maybe could have gotten away with it because you were white versus Hispanic? No, because nobody knew my race, really. They just thought I was a light-skinned Mexican most of the time. Right. Because uh, I talked a lot of slang back in the day. <laughs> you blended in. You went to funny. Is that's actually well, how my... Well, and I used to wear a lot of makeup, and I used to... I I don't know. I always just... Did you have those bangs? No, I did not. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I didn't have bangs, but I had big hair. Okay. Back in the 70s, because that was the style, you know? Right, right. <laughs> um, Show me one of those photos one day. I would love to see that. <laughs> I want. I want to see the OG Patty. Oh, I'm hearing about it. and I'm. I'm loving it. But I want to see the OG Patty. Yeah. Find you, me like an old photo. Even when you, you wouldn't even with recognize me. I had a lot of hair and a lot of makeup. See, you knew me growing up, so you had that. I like to call yeah. it that luxury. I was gonna say, if I were to show you a picture when I was growing up, you probably wouldn't recognize me either, because it's weird to see me with a jawline. <laughs> <laughs> and not a muffin top <laughs> that I've so kind of proudly claimed for the last 19 years. That's funny. But um, so, how many how many people uh, helped in this entire build? Um, uh, Johnny helped me take the paint off in the beginning, mm -hmm. and Richard he would come by and check my body work for me, and Michael helped me, and Ginger helped me. Okay. So I could say two. Uh, Johnny and Richard helped me a little when I started, and then uh, Michael and Ginger helped me the rest. Family. Yeah. There was a family endeavor, family project. But I had... You also had Pete, uh, right? Crazy I, Pete? Well, that's what I mean. I had... Uh, yeah, Pete helped me in the painting. Mm -hmm. And then I had some just some motivators, like Malo from Ruthless Riders, mm -hmm. uh, Archie Funker uh, he used to be from Dukes and uh, Mike Concho. Uh, they were my encouragers saying, you can do it. That's you know, awesome. And had faith in me. It, it really is because everybody else didn't believe in me. Uh, they said, you're going to mess up those body lines. Just take the car to the shop. Let them do it. Uh, them body lines will never be the same. Uh, don't try this. Don't try that. Don't do this. Everybody wanted me just to send it somewhere. And I said, uh, that defeats the purpose of me trying to get better. And you, exactly. You, it's, it's, it really was your... Uh... It, it was. When I first started this car, I couldn't even use my right side. I right. sat down to do the body work. I couldn't even stand to do this car. So I sat down and just moved my chair. I remember the little bucket, the little chair, the yeah. little chair that you had. Yeah, with the little tray, with the, yeah. you know, the cart, I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah because um, I couldn't stand and do it. I yeah. couldn't even use, had no use of my right arm at all. Everything was with my left hand. So post-suffering stroke, you still committed every single day to come out. Yeah, some days I didn't stay out long uh, mm -hmm. because I wasn't feeling well. But some days when I started to make progress, I stayed out here for six, eight hours. I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's actually kind of crazy. But uh, really overall, I couldn't have done it without Pete, right. Becerra at Crazy's Customs, Michael, uh, Ginger, Johnny Richard, Malo and uh, Chris Funk. I said Archie Funker. Yeah. Uh, Chris Funk and Mike Concho. So it's a very small group of people that either motivated me or helped me do this. That's awesome. That really is. Um, what do you like to listen to when you drive? Everything. I'll depend where I'm going. Really? <laughs> All right, uh, let's just say Van Nuys, Van Nuys Cruise Van Night. Van Nuys Cruise Night. Oh, it's going to be oldies. Once in a while, I'll play some Tupac, but 
Tupac, that uh, gets you looked at by the cops. Oldies doesn't. <laughs> That's true. And yeah. or that it gets you looked at by people that used to live in Glendale. I mean, yeah. I, used and, to, you know, I mean, that's. I don't care how old I am. The cops traumatize me when I'm young, and I still don't. I still yeah. don't want to uh, be stopped. I, 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 I get looks left and right because of the card. No matter. I mean, I, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> so um, the kind of the car's progress. Um, Let's talk paint. Let's talk uh, like what modifications have you done to the car since you since you started since day one? What have you done to the car so people can kind of? Well, I haven't done too much. I did uh, the engine, the bodywork, the paint. What color was it before? Blue. It is now. Blue. Well, that sort of like a royal blue. Yeah, it was like a royal Dodger blue. blue. But you know what? Everybody always says Earl Shive is shitty, but uh, that was an Earl Shive paint job that was on this car. Really? Because when I got the car mm -hmm. the following week I took it to Earl Shive and it was like $400 and then I did an upgrade to make it it came out to like uh, $717 and that I've had do, this like, car they do paint like in stages right yeah but I've had this car for 25 years and that paint was good up until 2012 wow so Everybody says it's a cheap paint job, but it sure lasted on this car. I actually, no, I have people that definitely uh, hype up Earl Shop. I have one guy who used to, uh, I think one of our, one of our, he's now a Washington member. He had a, he actually highly recommended them when I used to have my XB, the white one, because he's like, yeah, I painted my mini truck. I sent it to them, 700, 800 bucks. White paint job, you can't fuck that up. Yeah. Came back and looked fucking clean, looked good. Yeah, so, and they, no. they even have pearl whites now, and, Ooh. you know, they have a variety of colors now. Ooh, okay. Uh, all right, so you mentioned paint. Um, what kind of suspension are you sitting on? Uh, airbags. This is all air suspension. Nice. You ever thinking about going back to... Oh, wait, no, you're not. No, I'm not going to uh, do hydraulics unless my brain really fixes, but there's not really a good chance of that happening. I got you. Uh, so, Michael, he's the one that taught me how to do the airbags. He t uh, taught me by text message. Really? Yeah, he says, step one, do this, and I... Step one, I'll do what exactly he told me, mm -hmm. and then he'll give me step two. And then we went on from there. And sometimes I didn't understand, uh, because my brain, uh, I didn't understand what he was saying. Right. And so I would have to call him, he would try to explain to me, and I would get so frustrated with myself because I would just cry uh, because I wasn't getting it. Something simple uh, that I should have understood, I couldn't uh, understand what he was saying. Right. And so he said, oh, don't worry about it, Mom. I'm going to call you back in a while. Go take a rest. And when he called me back in a while, I got it. It's just that I was trying to make something that wasn't that hard into something that was hard. You know, so eventually I got all the airbags installed, all the lines. Right. Uh, he had to come and wire the thing because I wasn't even going to attempt to do that. I still remember when your airbag whole setup was just sitting in the garage, yeah. on the ground, on the, the wooden kind of board, just, uh, man, I've, I've been fortunate enough to see certain kind of phases of the car, <laughs> that, that's cool. And the stereo, we did it the same way. Really? Yeah. Is that the stock head unit, or? or? Uh, this is the retro uh, sound, it's, uh -huh. it's, uh, it's a new radio, oh, okay. but it's, it looks like the stock radio, so that's why it looks like it's a stock radio. Oh, that's cool. That's real cool. That was a Absolutely. gift from Michael. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, Michael has gifted me so much stuff on this car. If I ever tried to buy all this stuff, I would be penniless, you know? But he gifted me so many things. Um, he gifted me the airbags. He gifted me a manifold. He gifted me a carburetor, the retro sound. Jesus, like, man. A he, lot of stuff. He knocked me out for competition for uh, Mama's Boy. <laughs> Mama's Boy of the Year. Fuck, man. I got I to gotta talk to him. Like, slow it down, dog. We all need a chance. <laughs> all right. But, so, yeah, that it has a USB, Bluetooth. Oh, so it's like modern, oh, modern. Oh, yeah, real Holy modern. Holy shit. That's cool. Yeah, but it just uh, looks like the old one. That's cool. And it fits exactly in the spot. Oh, that's perfect. I know. It's retro sound. It's called retro sound. Nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> So, of all the things that you learned uh, since starting the build, um, what words of advice would you give to someone going through a rough patch? Get good people around you that push you and say, you can do it. Yeah. That made a big difference, believe it or not. Right. I mean, it's something so small, you can do it. 
but some days like when I'm really crying like I'm never gonna get this done I can't do this and somebody would come along and say yeah you can do it you know or I would post about it on Instagram saying this is what's happened you can do it like that makes a big difference positive reinforcement really is sometimes often overlooked and I don't know if it's just a, an ego thing or um, just not having the right people around you but like people that support you you need to have that more in your inner circle versus just acquaintances and right I mean oh yeah I mean, yes you need to have like the ride or die people that have your back a thousand percent and I mean look at that I mean that helped you get to where you are yeah That's fucking and they awesome. don't say oh just quit crying about it no no, no they're there saying you can do it that's awesome you, I, and it makes a difference. So make sure you have the right people in your corner, yes. in your circle. Otherwise, you need some new friends. Right. And if they get frustrated hearing you complain, like saying, oh, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And then they just uh, ignore you. Those aren't the ones you want around you. You know? Very true. You want the ones that are going to say, keep keep on trying. Don't give up. Good. Um, what's the car's official name? And uh, how was it chosen? Um, her official name well when I got the car her name was Betty mm-hmm. and just because she had a big butt <laughs> hey I, I like those too and I cannot lie <laughs> so well my dad used to have this lady who had a big uh, butt and we used to call her big butt Betty uh-huh. so when I saw the car you know how they've got the white ass uh-huh. and I so I said oh that is Betty yeah. And so that's how she got her her regular name. Now her stage name, her stripper name, that came from uh, uh, my paint awesome. teacher, Pete Becerra, uh, at Craziest Customs. Right. I have been, we talked after you and I, you gave me the, uh, the referral for Pete, and he and I talked, but it's like me working six, sometimes seven days a week, and even, and I know my schedule like a whole month in advance, like, uh, he'll post up like, oh, my class is coming in October. It's like, fuck. Yeah. I'm fully booked and unfortunately the clinic that I work at we have a high kind of turnover rate so people are leaving left and right so I'm locked in for weekends and I'm just like fuck there goes oh, another he, year that I can't do a fucking paint class you know he is an awesome teacher I no mean, I follow him on, on Instagram uh, and he yeah. travels around with that class yeah um, he I didn't when I went there I didn't really think I was going to learn too much because of my disability mm-hmm. and he was able to teach me so He's got a lot of patience. That's important. Very important. And he treats everybody as somebody special. Like, each person is special. Each person is important. And I can't say enough about him. Uh, But he's the one that picked the name Purple Rain. Really? And I love Prince. And I love that song. Yeah. And and the one part of the song where it says, uh, To see you laughing in the purple rain. Like, you don't know... Uh, how much that line means to me because this is my happiest place is when I'm in this car I don't even need to be going anywhere I could sit here and listen to the radio all night long you know but that line in that song is perfect for how I feel about this car which brings me to my it's like you're it's like you're you're reading my mind which actually brings (laughs) me to my next question what does this car actually mean to you oh it means more than you know because uh when when I got this car, Michael always knew, my son always knew, the 65 Impala was my favorite car. He always knew that. And when this car was donated to Burbank High School, mm-hmm. uh, Michael saw it come in, and he knew he wanted to get that car for me. Like He went to Burbank High, right? Yeah. Okay. And a lady donated this. Her husband had passed away, and it sat in her backyard for 18 years. Wow. And... Uh, she donated to the auto shop program. So he talked to the teacher, and the teacher felt that $2,000 was a good amount. So I told Michael, okay, um, I'm only going to pay 500 every two weeks, and you keep the car in there, and you do everything you possibly can in the auto shop. Yeah. So I don't take home a right. car that's going to sit where right. I have no place to park it. So that's what happened, and he told me, uh, I didn't see the car. I just gave him the money, and he paid for it. And uh, some money of uh, some of the money came from himself too. And so the day I went to go pick up the car, he was up in Santa Paula playing on the football team. Mm-hmm. And all I seen when I pulled up, I seen the car, and it was a big piece of shit. Really? 
after he told me there was a beautiful car. <laughs> well, he probably saw the potential in it. And so when I got up to there, I said, Michael, you told me that it was a beautiful car. I said, that car is a piece of shit. And he said, Mom, I never realized how shallow you were, that you can only see outside beauty. So that changed my life, see? believe it or not. See? The way I thought, yeah. like the way I would see things, just from, I mean, that stabbed me in the heart for my son to think oh, I'm deep. shallow. That's deep. Yeah, that 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 really affected me. Yeah. Because I wasn't a shallow person, but I didn't just didn't think it was going to be in that bad of shape. <laughs> Well, so uh, I learned and changed my whole way of thinking right. about how I see people and how I look at things. So yeah, Absolutely. that's take, why a, it was so important to me. Taking a different perspective in almost anything in life is actually a good skill to have because if you're yeah. just such a, you, if you take a cookie cutter approach to almost everything, sometimes you're just gonna run into that wall and you're just gonna be, you know, stonewalled or, or, or stalemate, and you're not gonna get anywhere past that right. point. Exactly. Wow, uh, shout out to Mikey. <laughs> um, what role did women play in the scene, and by scene I mean the car scene uh, back in the day, versus the role they play now? There weren't that many back in the day that owned cars mm. or drove cars, uh, let alone build a car. Right. Today, there's a lot. There's a lot of women out there that are owning their cars, building their cars, not just in... Uh, low riding but in the rockabilly scene mm -hmm. I mean uh, there's a lot of them out there right now oh yeah for sure I actually just started following a female um, I think low riding or, or, or uh, maybe they're not specifically uh, low riding but um, old school classical more more hot roddy uh, actually rockabilly that's what I meant yeah. to say uh, Las Donas car club I think all good looking females shout out to them Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know hey. if I know any of them. <laughs> no, but I follow them on each uh, on, on Instagram, like every other Thursday. I mean, guy. there's a there's a lot of women out there right now. Like right. you know, there's gasoline girls. Uh, I can't think of the other club name. Um, there's a, a lady from First Lady of Supernatural. Mm -hmm. She does a lot of her own stuff. Really? Yeah, and she does some pretty sick setups on the stereo stuff oh, because I saw one of her things and I'm going to copy it Yeah. and I told her I'm going to copy it <laughs> do you uh, what audio system do you have set up right now just just I have, just the retro? have this yeah well, okay. I have, so are you going to do like a full trunk setup yeah and are, uh, are you going to tie in the the whole like uh, the airbag the airbag the whole oh, display yeah. like a full blown yeah so oh, that wow. I could open my trunk because I don't open my trunk right now it shows right on because I don't really have nothing to look at in there yeah besides the air tank and the compressors and the speakers and all that crap but, right I mean okay. my stereo sounds pretty damn good nice do you pop the hood of the shows yeah I do you have the a lot of polished stuff right yeah it does really cool stuff in there but okay. I did have purple uh, spark plug wires until uh, Monday when they burned up <laughs> <laughs> you've been having now, an electrical issue after electrical issues you know it's just this old wiring gotta get it replaced one bit at a time that's and, true you know just It'll work all the bugs out. So now, so now, women in the scene are more prevalent. They're more out. Yeah, there there's a more. lot of uh, women, women lowriders. There's uh, this lady Monique. Uh, she's down on 15th Street. Yeah, she's scraping spark in her really? car. Yeah, she's pretty badass. Uh, the one uh, Jennifer that owns Lady Royalty. Mm. Uh, the first lady is self-made. The first lady of Kenfolk. Oh, wow. I mean, there's a lot of women out there right now that. And you're up you there. Know, I mean, look at look at how how well you're doing uh, at shows. Yeah, I'm doing pretty darn good. Yo, you've been fucking killing it. Yeah. I think that's another reason why we haven't been able to schedule this because I talked to you, I talked to your sister at work. I was like, I've been thinking about doing this, and I've been thinking about calling Patty and setting up this, but it's like she's booked for like the next four months at car shows <laughs> because it's like she'll start posting all these car shows that she's going to. I'm like. Fuck, I'm working that day almost, you know. Yeah, whatever I post on Instagram is probably where I'm going. I know for a fact, and, yeah. uh, Except for sometimes, like I have two posted for Saturday. Yeah. That's because I'm just not sure which one I'm going to go to yet, you know. So if I post two for the same day, it's because my I haven't made my decision quite yet. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So going back just to briefly touch on uh, women in the scene, uh, modifying cars are obviously no longer exclusive to men. Um, 
what would you tell a young woman who's thinking of getting into building or modifying a car now and not necessarily specific to low riding although including low riding and just any genre across the board like what would you what would you tell them like encouragement words well actually i have (laughs) talked to a lot of women yeah uh uh, young girls too that want to eventually build a car they didn't think they were going to be able to do it but the thing is that anybody can do anything right and the thing is have good people around you that you can ask you know how to do something and patience a lot of patience a lot of patience patience I think is obviously besides uh, having funding uh, I think the most important thing really is patience yeah but you uh, when you do everything yourself you save a lot of money true because when I went to go get the estimate on the paint job that I was asking for they were giving me quotes between ten and fifteen thousand for this paint job. Well, low so, riding paint jobs have always been out there. Well, as it's far the as way that I wanted the flake done. It's the way that I, you know, all that. Uh, that's a lot of work. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's a normal amount of money to pay for that paint job. But all I paid was the supplies. Right. Which that was kind of expensive because it's all house of color stuff, you know, right. which is expensive. But and except for the flake, that sparkle effects, which that guy's really cool. If you guys ever need flake, sparkle effects is your. I guy. think I'm gonna do that because I want to do a roof on my car. Because I'm telling you, I want to set my car apart from the typical Lexus. Just that would look sick. I'm, I want to do a roof, and it's already yeah. a nice champagne colored. So just adding a roof to it and just yeah something different like a two tone something. That, Flake that for would sure, look sick or and ghost I, something, or ghost patterns, or even some whatever it is. I haven't figured it out. I would do a flake on that. That would look pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So if you ever need flake, Sparkle Effects is your guy. Okay. He's on Instagram and he's on. Uh, okay. I'll look him up. But that flake, uh, we got the grape and we got purple, and he threw in some a pound of fuchsia. Oh. Really? So we added that into yeah. it and. Yeah, if you see this under the lights or in the sun, yeah. that fuchsia makes all those other colors pop. Oh, shit. Like, this guy knows his flake, and it's I'm, nice. I might just bring you in uh, when I'm ready to actually start initiating the lowrider build. I might just bring you in as a consultant for my, <laughs> for my build. You know what I mean? But, yeah, if, a little, if, if youngsters want to build something, just have people that you can ask. Right. And there's a lot of people that will help. Did Not back in the 70s. Back in the 70s and 80s, it was hard to get help from anybody. If you ask somebody, there were a few out there uh, that would help. Uh, uh, like the guy from uh, Dukes. It's mm-hmm. the, uh, I can't remember his name now. Not only would he tell you how to do it, he'd draw you a picture. Oh, uh, one of the founders of Dukes. A really good guy. So the, just get the right people and talk to the right people and, and these youngsters can build their own car. That is important because a lot of people tend to be standoffish because they want to be so exclusive with what they're doing. They don't want to share. and they, you know, it, they almost are a little too competitive to where it's kind of toxic. There's At good times, competition. Don't get me wrong. There's good, but I feel like why not bring everybody up? I don't, I don't know. I've been uh, really blessed. Like, I mean, because some of these ideas, they're not mine. Right. Like... I painted my radiator mm-hmm. of the color, the purple. Right. Well, that wasn't my idea. That was the, his name is Tony and he owns uh, the OG Sexy 65. And I saw his car at a show and I was like, damn, I want to paint my radiator. So once I did it, I told him, I painted my radiator because you gave me the idea. And he was like, cool. That's awesome. Like, when yeah. you tell somebody, hey, I drew inspiration because of what you did and you just... That's, that's awesome. Yeah, and I'll always say I don't get any uh, points for originality on that because I took that idea from somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I always tell them when I do, I don't steal anybody's idea without telling them. Like, yeah. on my display at the Super Show recently, mm-hmm. the Takeover Show, yeah. uh, the display I got from this guy, his name is Frank from Rollers Only uh, in San Diego, and he mm-hmm. has a Regal. And I loved his display. It's simple and it's elegant. So I took it, and I said, next time I see him, I'm going to let him know that I like this display so much, I copied it. And uh, he was one car behind me at the takeover show. So I kind of had to go tell him anyway, because he was about to see his display on my car. He's going to take a step back and go, and and so I went and told him. I see that over the way. And so I went, I told him I copied you, and he was like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. That is a compliment, actually. Yeah, and uh, everybody that I've gotten an idea from, 
I'm sure to tell them that I got it from them. Yeah. So I'm not trying to claim anything that isn't mine. Yeah, that's cool. That's actually yeah. very cool of you. But going back to what you were saying, it's, it's very important to have a solid support system for sure. Because yeah. that could that could really make or break not only your build but just kind of you in general, like your state of mind. Your, I mean, look, we're all fragile fucking creatures at the end of the day. No matter how yeah. tough we try to be, we're. I always say that even when I'm when I'm talking to to, to the world about other problems, it's like, look, man, we're all tough on the exterior but we're all fucking mush at the end of the day and um no that's that, that's awesome how everything just all came together for this you know what's really cool is uh, at the shows I'm going up against professional builders and I've won really yeah well actually talk about like, this how in the hell did that happen talk about that so since hitting the scene how have the streets and people reacted to your build oh my gosh everybody uh, uh, compliments her I, I have a lot of friends out there a lot of people I respect out there mm-hmm. and I haven't heard anything negative from anybody I mean everybody has been super cool with me I mean really cool with me when I go to shows it doesn't matter who's next to me uh, we're going to end up being friends they invite me to their tent because uh, I can't take my canopy if I'm going if I don't, if somebody I know is not going to be there because I can't open it by myself. Right, right. And so I don't even bother to take it. And some, but a couple of these last times I've taken it and there's always somebody to help me. That's cool. And they always invite me over there uh, to drink their water, sit in their tent. Yeah. You That's know. what I love about car shows, especially ones where you can actually set up a whole uh, canopy, like a rest area yeah. in between the cars or behind the cars. So you get the public, you get them, you, you leave them the car to observe and enjoy. Then you're in the back watching the crowds, kind of reacting to the car. That's what I love doing. You know, and... Uh, and then you link up with other people and you just bring a thing and all of a sudden you got oh, a fucking yeah. party, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, out of all the people I've met, and I always say, I really don't care if I win a trophy or not because I leave a sh- the show a winner every time because I meet a few new friends. Yeah. And friends that I'm going to, they're going to remember me next time, and I'm going to remember them, because we sat and talked all day. Absolutely. And uh, to me, that's more important than any piece of metal. Right. And out of all the people I've met, and I've been, my first show was June 10th, 2018, and here we are, September. Out of all the people I met, and I've met a lot of people everywhere I go, I've only had one that I had an issue with. Really? Yeah. Well, she had an issue with me. I didn't have an issue with her. Shit. You know? But where, where is she buried now? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, grown up enough to just let it ride. Hey, there you go. There you uh, go. Um, she, for whatever reason, she doesn't like the 65 Impala, and that's fine. She doesn't have to. And then yours just happened to piss her off? Well, I don't know why her and her friend came and brought their chairs to sit with me. Because uh, somebody said, oh, you should go talk to that lady. She's a very nice lady. And she loves to go to events. and Because they were looking for people to go to events with. Yeah. Other females. And she had her own car there? Yeah, she had her own car. Okay. And uh, so she comes up and I'm standing, leaning against my car. And she's like, which car is yours? And I want to say... Yeah, that's how you get punched in the face. <laughs> I want to say uh, probably the one I'm leaning up against, but I'm like, no, maybe... The old Patty would have said that. No, what I would have said, the fucking car I'm leaning up against. <laughs> okay, very true. You know what? That's a much better point, because the older you that I knew yeah. back in the day definitely well, would have said that. yes. So, uh, anyways, she uh, she's like, well, I don't like the 65s. And I said, well, that's a good thing. I won't ever have to be in competition with you if there's one for sale. Right. And what piece of shit. Uh, so I was talking to a photographer at the time, and he's like, can I see your uh, your engine? I'm like, yeah. And he said, man, if that was me, I would have popped that bitch. And I'm like, she ain't even worth that. So it's only been uh, one person out of all the people, and I've met a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, oh, everywhere. You're active. You are fucking active. Since, you know? since unleashing her onto the streets... 
you've been at the show damn near every fucking weekend. Yeah, unless the car is broke. Exactly. Even then, I'm pretty sure you make it there, break down, show the car. Oh, yeah. And then get fucking, you know. Uh, <laughs> that was in Griffith Park yeah. Yeah, on Sunday. That's right. <laughs> I knew there was a problem, but I was I was in between halfway home and halfway to the park. Yeah. So I said, well, I'm halfway to the park. I might as well uh, get over there. Might as well and commit. So I went over there, and I had a great time over there. You know, I, everywhere I go, I have a great time. And uh, it's cool because then they tag me in these videos that they yeah. took of me. And rolling I, in, rolling out. Yeah, and cool. I was telling Michael because uh, some people, I don't know them, they had tagged me in some videos mm. of, of me driving. I was going down Victory, uh, heading towards North Hollywood. Okay. And that morning I was telling Michael... Like, I can't even, uh, not that I do pick my nose, but I can't even pick my nose in my car anymore because somebody's videotaping me. Oh, shit. <laughs> and by the time I got, got home, uh, by the time I got home, there were three three or four videos saying, uh, Patty Don't Trip, uh, dipping on a, on a Wednesday or whatever nice, day it nice, was. Nice, yeah. And... So I was like, that kind of confirmed it. Uh, I'm not going to be picking my nose when I'm driving my car. Everybody's watching. <laughs> how often do you cruise besides like going to a cruise night? Um, how often do you just take her out for a drive? Oh, I don't usually. Really? No, she gets enough uh, workout Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. For shows and events. Yeah, because uh, sometimes I go pretty far down into Orange County. Oh, well. And you know I take the streets almost everywhere I go. Yeah. Uh, I rarely get on the freeway. Yeah. So how did you used to get out to Fontana? Just take Colorado all the way? Oh, no. Uh, before, I used to drive this on the freeway. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it had stock. It had, uh, you know, it had shocks. And, and a it, little bit more reliable. A little bit more... Yeah, it was... Uh, no, it had the same size rims, well, except for the tires. Uh, mm. I had uh, regular tires. These are 520s. And you can't really go too fast on these. Oh, okay. And everywhere it seems that I want to go is down the 405. And, you know, that's a dangerous freeway. And nobody's... Get, everybody gets mad because I'm just going yeah. 60 or 65. I've out on that freeway. Well, actually, because of how low I am. Because I'm, I'm a little bit lower. I'm dragging frame sometimes, depending. Because my ass is a little bit more lower than the front. Yeah. Tailpipes are dragging. I'm pretty sure I've fucked up the diff, the housing, the transmission, uh, the... <laughs> The uh, was it the, the, the oil pan the transmission? I'm I've banged that up to where I'm leaking now. <laughs> I've beaten up the bottom of my oil pan and just oh god! The, if the bottom of my car could talk, yeah, it cost me the fuck out. I bet it would. Yeah, I. It, I, I mean, it's just the people they get mad and they honk at me and flip me off and shit and you know I don't want to deal with all that, so I just take the streets. I tell people when they because I'm the same way. Sometimes I'll just coast it at like 60, 65, maybe even slower depending on how I'm feeling. I built a car to look good going slow. Right. That's the point of a fucking cruiser or a right. lowrider or whatever the fuck it is. It's like, I'm not in a hurry. I'm. This is for all of you guys. Yeah. Enjoy this. Yeah, right. It's like a visual cup of coffee for your fucking eyeballs, right? That's really what it is. Because you technically, you build a car for yourself. In your case, yeah. not only did you build a car for yourself, but for your life. Obviously, to save your life. Yeah, it but, really did. But you built it also for the streets. And they're fucking reacting. I mean, let's be honest, it's an awesome fucking car. When can I spend some time with this car to have, like, fully shoot it? Well, whenever you have time. Uh, just not Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to, no, I'm the gonna... season's dying down. Yeah. So, uh, then I'm going to have free time. Oops. Oh, Did you feel it? <laughs> yeah, that was nice. That was nice. That um, happened to us one time. We were going on the freeway, and uh, it was before I put the stereo in. I had that little JBL, uh -huh. and it rolled onto the remote, and it shot the car down to the ground. It was oh, scraping, shit. sparking, and everything. Uh, Give everybody a light show? Yeah, and uh, Jen got kind of nervous about it because she didn't really know what happened. She thought they, the airbags had blown out. She didn't know that She it rolls in there with you sometimes? Jen rolls uh, in there with you? She used to go with me a lot, but mm. not too much anymore uh, because... My sisters are on vacation and stuff, so but she's gone with me at shows and stuff. That's cool. Yeah, some some shows were really important to me, like the win in Highland Park. That meant a lot to me, cause that's where that's my hometown. Oh, you stomping grounds. Yeah, Going and back, absolutely. Uh, and to walk away a winner uh, cool. with a trophy from there. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was super cool. That was technically like your home court advantage. Yeah. I mean, that was really well. I I didn't really ever do too much good in that city in that little town, so. Yeah. Walking away with the trophy meant a lot to me in that town. Right on. 
That's good. I wreaked a lot of havoc over there. <laughs> really? Back in the day? <coughs> yep. Jeez. But <laughs> some of my trophies are uh, mean a lot to me because, well, I, I mean, I'm not going to say, like, my first trophy, I thought maybe I won it because uh, my friend... You know, my friends were judges. Right. I mean, sometimes you, know, you go into shows like that, they're yeah. just like, ah, you and, know I'm here. What's up? You're going to get one. Right. And I've been guilty of that, too, back in the day. Yeah. You just roll on. You're like, oh, what's up, buddy? Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give you, like, second place. Yeah, you know, I don't want my wife talking. All right, cool. Right. So the the a couple of those, I mean, it was a nice win. But the one that I went, first show that I went to, I didn't know not one person there. And I won a trophy. That's and I'm cool. like, what the fuck? Was that one of the very first shows that you took the car to? Or? Yeah, it was like the third show. So you literally just came out of nowhere. Nobody had seen nobody the car before. Nobody knew me. Nobody uh, saw the car before. And I walked away with best of show. And really? there was 150 cars there. It was a small show. Yeah. But there were some badass cars there. And I'm like, how in the hell did that just happen? Again, going back to what Michael said, they saw... Not only the build, but they saw the potential. They probably saw where you were going with it. You know, this car has been kind of a trip. Uh, because people come up to me. And well, when it first happened, uh, me and Jen, it actually, it was in Highland Park. And this guy comes up and he's standing next to the car. And then he turns around and he's got tears rolling down his face. And I'm really? like, like, awkward. Right. I like, what do I do? Do I get up and say, oh, are you okay? What do I do, you know? Have you heard her oldie song? <laughs> yeah. So I get up and I'm like, is everything okay? He's like, he goes, this car is just beautiful. He goes, I'm getting these vibes off this car. And I'm like, that's weird. Right. Like, I'm kind of feeling like he right. hit the crack pipe to right. one too many times. Yeah, I mean, that's a, little, that's a little suspect. Do you know how many times that's happened now really? in a year? Was it something yeah. that triggered like a memory or was it like uh, a nostalgia well, thing? Or? His, he said he's just getting such vibes that he's been feeling real depressed and all this kind of things. And Had you um, shared your story with him? No. Oh, I never talked to him until I, Jen said, you, maybe you should go see what's wrong with him. I'm like, why don't you? You know? Right. Uh, so when I got up, because she's not as social as me. Right. So when I got up and go talk to him, everything's okay. And that's when he started telling this little story about he's been uh, real depressed lately and he's just getting some real positive vibes off this car. And I'm like, okay. I go, well, he's saying it's beautiful and all this and that. I'm just saying thank you and, you know, I hope things get better for you. I'll keep you in prayer and this and that. Well, then it happened again about a month later out in uh, the Inland Empire. Really? It was a guy, he was an artist. And he was telling me that he's had this block. And he just can't do anything artistic. And That's an actual thing. Yeah. Whether it's me well, writing or me editing photos or even taking photos. Sometimes you just, you, your brain just shuts off. Well, that's what he was basically saying. There's like no saying. inspiration from, it's, it's weird how our but brain works. But he was crying and like, I felt like, kind of like, I don't really know what to do when someone's crying if it's outside right. family or friends. Right. Like, what do I give them a hug? Do I slap them on the back? What do I do? I'm you know, the same I'm, way. I'm like, here's a pizza. I yeah, don't, right. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know, right. And uh, so, anyways, I talked to him for a little bit, and he felt better. And that's when he said that he's getting real positive vibes off this car. Hmm. So now I'm like, now that's weird. Now this I've heard this a couple of times now, and. So within the last year, I have probably gotten ten people that have come up to me and were ten? either yes, and that kind of creeps me out. Shit. And during conversation when we're just talking, people will say, "God, I'm getting a positive vibe off this car," and I'm like, "Well, I'm glad you are, cause this motherfucker's causing me some problems, and I'm about to put this bitch in a crate." You know, I'll say something like that. You right, know, right, right. Uh, but. I don't know, it's just so weird that... And then uh, the guy, the artist, about six months later, I saw him at another show. And he said to... Uh, he has an art studio down by downtown. Mm -hmm. And he was inviting me to see what's happened since he got the positive vibes off the car. Really? That he was able to break his artist block. 
and so he invited me down there. And I haven't been down there. Right. Uh, I mean, I've been in downtown, but everything's closed by the time I get there. Of course. And but I would like to one day go over there and see just what it is that he did. Interesting. After do you know his name and all that? Or uh, are you guys friends on Instagram? No, I just see him at car shows every okay. now and then. Yeah, I mean it's a small he, world. He once, just once comes you see in. Uh, he comes to the shows. He doesn't have a car in the show or anything. Okay. Yeah. Just a supporter. But yeah, I, that kind of just that is weird a little to weird. Me. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, obviously you've been through a lot um, yourself with the build. And it did give you the the energy, and, and it might be exuding all this positivity, or just the vibes, or maybe it's fucking hitting a frequency, kind of. I don't know because they the would say that, it. Uh, people have told me it so much, and I'm like, me, I'm like, put the fucking pot down, put the no, pick it up, put it's the good time. put the magic mushrooms down, no, or whatever you're doing, like. Do you smoke? No. At all. No, you could feel free though. No, no, like do you? You don't? No, I don't have anything. No, I smoke cigarettes. Uh, you never tried? Well, I'm pretty sure you've tried weed. Well, yeah, of course. Back in the day. That's different kind of weed. But 2019 weed. <laughs> this thing will fix your credit score. <laughs> It'll cure probably fucking oh, athlete's I'm foot. So much medication. I don't want to add one more. Hey, to it. That might be something in lieu of looking. I'm just saying. Talk yeah, to Mike. Talk I don't to, know. Talk I'm to your on doctors. a whole lot of blood pressure medications. I'm on one too, and you know what else? Weed. It brings it down. It's actually like proven. Don't don't quote me on it. Don't, no, no, I've read a lot about it. I just uh... and especially now that they're legalizing it and it's kind of spreading. And once they take it off it being an actual Schedule One drug, that's when the full research is going to go into it, and that's where we're going to see the full potential medicinally of what this fucking thing is capable of. I mean, it has the benefits in so many things, like weight loss. Depression, anxiety. Um. Try CBD. I, I actually just picked up CBD only joints that my friend sold me. Oh wow! Didn't get the I didn't get the high. Didn't get the I wasn't all fucking wacky or staring at a wall for like four hours, and I didn't have like the nasty munchies that I typically do from no, you know smoking normal weed. But I felt relaxed. I felt my I can feel obviously the heart was slowing down a little bit. I, I felt more at ease. I even gave them one to my mom and she's kinda iffy about smoking. Yeah. And I'm even telling her to get my, my little brother on C B D um because of certain ticks that he has. Um and it's it's now becoming more and more frequent and more and more the norm. So I'm just saying. No, I really think it's a natural remedy, really. Yeah. You'd it be surprised. Really is. You'd be surprised. Alright. So We'll, we'll schedule a photo shoot because I've been I've been dying to shoot this car and being at a cruise night sometimes just doesn't do it justice because I really want to get I want to get this thing and just give it its proper due. So um, <laughs> yeah, there's a cruise night coming up on um, Saturday. Yeah, Van Nuys. I'll actually be at the county fair. I've been waiting for the county oh. fair for a long time, so I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be doing that Saturday night. Otherwise, I, I actually tried going to the last one, but my car turned off electrical issues oh wow it's a 21 year old car but as soon as i slam that thing electrical issues left and right i can't figure it out turned off on me one day oh shit and then 24 hours later it turned back on in the in the in between i kept trying to start it jumped it reset the i mean did uh, unplug the wire the batteries i checked everything couldn't fuck it wouldn't turn on went back to the car 24 hours later Turned. That's what this did. Turned right back on. Like and it nothing. turned out to be uh, the one wire across the front. It was touching metal. Mm-hmm. But then when it sat, it yeah. would turn back on because it wasn't touching the metal. It had, like, flipped itself around. And then I'll be driving and it totally shuts off. It had touched the metal again. And I had like, just dropped it because I, I had raised the car up to sign off a ticket. Took it back to the suspension shop Saturday morning. Had them uh, change up my suspension parts because my, my shocks were all blown. Had them do that, had them slam it, had the car detailed. I was like, hell yeah. Went back to the house to finish wiping it down. And as I'm running the car, because I you know, was playing some music, so I didn't want to wear and tear the battery, the car just turns off. Of five minutes being on, I'm like, what the fuck? Turned it, turned it, turned it, it gave up. So I got ready for cruise night for nothing. It looked oh. good at cruise night, because I live two blocks away from cruise night. I live on uh, Van Nuys and Magnolia. Oh, okay. So I, I was, luckily, uh, two of my club brothers pulled up, and I just jumped in their cars, and we just, you know, cruised, and I walked around and took a few shots, but uh, now we'll, we'll set something up, because I've been, I've been down to shoot this car for a long time, and yeah. obviously my schedule and your schedule, 
I think we're gonna have to aim for like end of show season. Yeah, it's and, uh, it's and, gonna be coming up. Uh, you know, it'll be just uh, the trunk or treats, and then it'll be uh, there's a big show here in mm-hmm. uh, the Day of Dead show. Oh yeah, yeah. Canoga Park. Canoga, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then when's that gonna be? It's a that's Saturday, November third. November third. Yeah. Okay. I think I just saw the flyer on that. I'll and check then, it out. Uh, then they'll have the toy drives and that kind of stuff, and then right. the season ends. I got you. And then the next big show would be February in Arizona. So besides the um, besides the trunks. All right, Patty. So growing up, being from old school LA, pretty sure you've heard this one too many times. But where are you from? <laughs> Ruthless Riders Car Club, Los Angeles. All right, I'll make sure to link them in the uh, in the post, and I'll make sure to add your link to it. Um, so, shouts out to the club. Um, but seriously, uh, what I was kind of reiterating before we got cut off, uh, um, obviously, thanks for still being here. Thanks for uh, um, being one of the real ones, one of the OGs. Um, but thanks for building this car. It's it's a <laughs> hell of a fucking car. It's like you said, it came out of nowhere, and you've been killing the scene since you since you've unleashed her. I've been doing good. You've been doing fucking very good. Yeah. You're gonna need a bigger table for all those trophies. <laughs> That's awesome. So well done. I'm a big fan. I can't wait to shoot this car and give it its proper due. Um, until unless uh, Lowrider Magazine beats me to it and gives you a full spread on it. But uh, well, uh, I was supposed to do a shoot with them, but I had already told you I was going to do one with you. Really. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Now I, I don't gotta... uh, do. Uh, I don't double dip like that. <laughs> well, that's that's love right there, and I appreciate it. So thank you very much. <laughs> thank you for for remembering and, and thinking of me. So, um, and again, thanks for thanks for doing this. So you're welcome. Uh, and uh, that's pretty much it. Thanks for stopping by, guys. Uh, this is Patty, her '65 Impala, Purple Rain. Yep. We formally introduced it to the world, and uh, take care. We'll uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. <laughs>